Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Father, we're in your presence and we magnify your name. Thank you for this morning service. Lord, we know that we'll be equipped and invaded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, sweet spirit of God. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How are you doing today? How are you doing today? Oh, look at someone and um, compliment the person. Be nice to the person. While I am trying to find out from the ushers why I still have the second row empty. So compliment somebody while I'm trying to be okay. While I'm trying to understand why it's happening again this Sunday. Praise God. I think there's going to be fire after this service. David said, once has the Lord spoken, twice have I heard. People, they want the Lord to speak twice before they hear once. Praise God. Someone say, I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, I thought you were saying, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Jesus lives in me. Jesus lives in me. Christ in me, the hope of glory. The anointing of God is on my life. I am protected. I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The arrow that flies by noonday cannot find me. The pestilence that walks in darkness cannot find me. The destruction that wasted at noonday cannot find me. I am protected in the name of Jesus. Amen. I've been sharing for some time now on matters of the spirit. And some of the testimonies have been amazing. Amazing. Like a guy who said one day that, you know, sometimes money is easy to use as an example. So he's sharing a testimony with me that he's been, uh, so he has been, the guy was sharing testimony with me that one time he prayed six hours for money. The money didn't show up. Did God ask you to praise his hours for money? Did he ask you to praise his hours for money? So, during the teaching of the, of the matters of the spirit, he got to understand how, what the pattern is like 
starts with um, humility and brokenness. You go into intimacy. You remember? Right? The first one is what? Second one is? The third one is? Truth. Yeah. And in truth, we have the strategy. Truth is actually divided into two parts. I'll take the other part maybe at midweek or maybe next Sunday. Because in truth, we have the knowledge part of truth. And we also have the wisdom part of truth. Okay. So we'll get there. We'll get into that. You can also divide the truth into three. It can be the knowledge, the wisdom, and understanding. But usually, sometimes, understanding and wisdom are made together. They are really not the same, but they actually like the same. Okay. All right. So, so, so. Today, I want to share with you briefly on a very important topic. And I would want that you pay attention. And this is not one of those services where you will um, necessarily, like a message will be preached to make you happy and jump and shout or something. But it's a kind of service where you have the opportunity to make a decision. Okay? To make decision and make a choice. As, a, as uh, Working with God for, for a while, being a man of God, there's something I noticed that works. Are you listening? Something I noticed that works. Most of the time, we go for different meetings, we go for different programs, and maybe the man of God starts preaching, and no matter how powerful the man of God is, he comes and he preaches, and this one is going to be this for you, and this one is going to be that for you, this one's going to be this, your life is going to be there. we will be jumping, shouting, amen. It's like, and all Christians know how to say amen. Okay, so sometimes it's really beautiful that um, we are shouting and jumping and we are exciting the house of God at the word of God that is coming. It's nice, but it's just the first step. Usually, after that is done, most of the time I realize that what makes outstanding miracles happen is when the people respond. When I say respond, I'm not really referring to responding as it were, um, responding amen. Responding um, to the instruction of God by the word that is coming. Okay, just before I say that. All right, so, like I said, I notice that most of the time, for example, maybe like I go for a program and I begin to prophesy, I begin to talk and people are receiving. Then you see one or two people walk forward with a seed offering. Most of the time, those people get the miracles to happen. Because you see, there is a response to, to God. There's a response to God. Most of God's people are not taught. There's a response to God. For example, um, most of the, the greatest financial miracles that have happened in this church are because they responded to an instruction. You see? So, most of the time, we're expecting God to just do something for us. We don't realize that we have a part to play. You see, the response that we give to God, the response that we give in the house of God, if you want your Christianity to produce results, you have to learn the value and the power of response. You see, responding to God, responding to what God says. For example, the Bible says that well, there, was a, there was a time Jesus Christ was preaching 
And while he was sharing in the, in the auditorium, the Bible says some people took off his roof and dropped the sick man because the place was already choked. The Bible says the man was sick with a palsy. That means he was paralyzed. Now, they dropped the man in front of Jesus and Jesus prayed for the man. Jesus, sorry, Jesus didn't even pray for the man. And the man got healed. You know what? Bible says that when Jesus, that's Matthew chapter 5, when Jesus saw their faith, that means faith can be seen. You know, there's a thing about a lot of Christians that they oh, things like, things like, is my heart, is my heart that matters? Is my heart that matters? No, no, no. They're in church, they're so quiet. Is my heart that matters? It's not really true. Otherwise, Bible wouldn't have recorded for us how some people responded like, and he bowed down and worship. Do you understand? I was saying, when Jesus saw their faith, that means faith is not something that is just in your heart. Faith can be seen. Faith is expressed. Now, I was telling someone, I said, one of the, the best ways you can express your faith most of the time is with your finances. Why? Because it is something that means something to you. In the olden days, bulls and goats, right now, bulls and goats is not really, it not mean anything to you to go and take a bull or a goat. But maybe the financial value of that will mean something to you. You see, so our response to God and how you'll find a lot of Christians struggling with, uh, like someone will come to you, like being a man of God, you hear a lot of things. Someone will come to you and say, I'm expecting a contract of $1 million. Okay, so pastor, I want to sow the seed. Then he comes, he brings um, maybe, just an example. He brings maybe one Ghana city. I'm explaining a corner one million Ghana city. What do you think God is? What do you take God for? <laughs> you see, the Bible says God is not mocked. God is not mocked. I start learning financial principles in working with God years ago. Today, when I look at, for example, I told you the story before how it was getting to my birthday and I, told, I was telling some people that when it gets to celebrating your birthday, you should be more, you know, let's think as spiritual beings now, as a Christian, let's think spiritual beings now. Everybody's thinking of what will I receive on my birthday. I think of what I'm going to give on my birthday because I know my birthday is a day I'm moving to a new level in my life. That means, and you give it to your new level, you don't want to receive it to your new level. There's no promise for receiving. But there's a promise for giving. You see, the, the orientation, the world orients us differently. And God too wants to orient us differently. So on your, on your birthday, you are thinking of who is going to buy me this, who is going to get me that. No, I'm not in a hurry to receive. Because when you receive, the reward for what you've received is what you've received. But when you give, there's... God say something about it. Now, so, in, I, I talk to people and you can, you can realize the, the struggle. The struggle that a lot of Christians have. The struggle that they have with, with, with even thinking in terms of their finances. There was a, a young lady who was talking with about three or four, of, like she, had, she, was, she, had, she just started coming to church and she started talking with about three or four of our brethren. You know, they become friends, so she's been, they are helping her come to church and all that. So they were sitting down eating, and the girl texted me, was like, there's something about your people. They talk, they talk with some authority as though the world belongs to them. Let me tell you something. If God appears here, 
if God appears here, eh, if God Almighty appears here, and he stretches his hand, we all fall down. Eh? Let's all fall down, roll on the floor, let's get to the street, let's come back. He will still teach. <laughs> because if he doesn't teach us, we will be unable to express ourselves in the godly life. Huh. Let me tell you something. Bible says they limited God in the wilderness. They limit. How can you say a man limited God? How can you say a man limited God? The Bible says they limited God in the wilderness. God cannot express himself through you above your mindset. See. God wants to work on how you think. Once you're still thinking like a pauper, God can't do much. And so people just want, you know, I, I listen to people and for me, I have time. It's just sometimes that uh, some people's questions get, get me angry. I just put off my phone. The guy said, I should ask Jesus if he will get a Benz this year. So I asked him a question. I said, how do you intend getting the Benz? He said, a miracle. You are not serious. I asked him, do you have money to buy fuel for Benz? Some you know, there's a difference between faith and foolishness. And also a difference between faith and fantasy. Sometimes what you have in your mind is fantastic. It's not faith. You see. Are you getting, are you seeing it? Yeah, they turned back and tempted God and limited the whole one of Israel. They limited God. So one of the first things God would like to do in your life, the th- one of the first things you want to do in your life is to, first of all, give you a mindset. Give you the mindset of the righteous. How God thinks, he wants you to start thinking like that. First, why would God be preaching? The Bible says God preached the gospel to Abraham. Say, telling him that in this shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Because the guy is coming from, he's, he's still living in his father's house. The guy is married but still living in his father's house. That means the guy does not have a mindset of blessing. God spent years to preach about the blessing to Abraham. Yes. And he kept talking to him that, Abraham, you'll be a father of many nations. The guy is not giving birth. He even made the guy change his name. What's he doing? He's affecting his mindset. He's trying to make him think first. Because I told you before, I said, what you cannot receive in your heart, you cannot have in your hand. So God preached the gospel to the guy, kept talking to him. So as Abraham was going, what was working? A message. A message was working in him. A message. Till he became, he looked foolish. A message. Till he looked foolish. Like many of you now. You don't really have anything in your pocket, but as you keep coming to church, you are believing more and more that you're actually rich. What's happening? A message first. A mindset first. God wants to, don't expect, if, let me tell you, don't be so happy if you receive a certain miracle like thousand canasi that just comes and you know that it, it's not up to your mindset level. Don't be, because anything that comes to you accidentally will live accidentally.
God wants to share the word of God with you so that your mindset to be developed so that you can increase your capacity in the spirit. Because if you put a cup here, let's put this box here under a tap. Put a, a small cup under the tap. Now, put both under the tap. Put this one under the tap for one hour. God is showering blessings for one hour. If we put it up, what will happen? The water will settle at the level of this capacity, right? Put a small cup. The same thing. So it is not as much what God can do. It's how much you can receive. People don't pay attention to the word of God when they go to church. They don't pay attention to the word of God. They don't realize that the word of God has a ministry in their lives. The word of God has a ministry. Every day when you wake up, make sure that you are having a relationship with the word of God because that's how capacity is built. You know, I'll tell you something. As, as, as a prophet, I know what it means like to go to a meeting and to start prophesying. I know what it means like. Like the excitement is that if I start doing it right now, everybody will be scattered. But let me do, if I keep doing that for two months, you know what, I'll, I'll raise weaklings. I'll raise weaklings, people who are always dependent on the man of God. They'll come to church and all they want to do is see the man of God. Pastor, pray for me. Pastor, pray for me. That's what I will. I'll raise weaklings. And the, God does not want to raise weaklings. He said he put apostles, pastors, prophets. He said for the perfecting of the saints. He said for the edifying of the body of Christ. We are not supposed to be weak. We are not supposed to be depending on a pastor. We are not supposed to be depending on a prophet. He already gave us a prophet and a pastor to share with us the word of God so that we can take our place. So most of the testimonies that happen here, I mean, we've had testimony of people, dead people raised back to life. And I was not the one who did it. Have testimony today. Uh, we got a testimony today. I think diabetes, right? And it was gone. They went to the doctor and they couldn't find it again. And you, you just sent her a text message. She said, confess this. And she confessed it. And she got you. Okay, what if they were dependent on me and they called me and my phone was off? You see, so when you come to the house of God, there's, there's a ministry of the word of God. And you see, the thing about the ministry of the word of God is that when the ministry of the word of God is coming, it's not exciting. Especially in the morning, to start listening to preaching, it's not really nice like that. But you know that it is necessary for the growth of your spirit. As you keep doing it, David said, I rejoice at, 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 at your word as one that has found great spoil. So as I'm studying the word of God, when I see something like I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus, I rejoice. Someone would think, just this that you read, like, it's because you, you begin to realize that the word of God is more real than what any other person tells you outside there. You see? Yeah. So I said, don't be too excited when it's receiving, receiving. No. Every time I'm thinking, I said, when it's my birthday, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. All right. And every time God knows what's ahead of you, so he begins to tell you ahead of time. Oh, I, I, I love God. And, and I love listening to God because sometimes he tells you things that don't make sense, but he knows where he's taking you. This is not one of those motivational speeches that yeah, God is taking you somewhere. No, no. If God is really taking you somewhere, you will realize that he's taking you certain paths. He's really taking you somewhere. You realize that you are walking on certain paths. For example... Anytime this thing starts happening to you, know that something big is about to happen. For example, you just find yourself always wanting to pray indiscriminately. 
It happened to me years ago. A year later, amazing things happened. Then, secondly, if you find yourself that every time, you, you know, when you are not trained and raised by the Spirit in that way, it will be difficult for you. That's why, like, sometimes very, very important to know, you know, don't marry just because of love. It's not enough. And even when I say love, I'm not, I don't even mean love as in the love that's real love, like the real love. Because what we actually talk about is not, actually, it's not love, it's like. Shall I show you the difference? Someone said you like things and you love people. It's not true. Like is spontaneous. For example, there are attractions. There are some people, no matter what you do, there are some guys, no matter what you do, if the girl doesn't have shape, they are not interested. And there are some guys, no matter what you do, if the girls don't slim, they are not interested. It is inside them. You understand? It's, it's spontaneous like. It's an attraction. I know a guy, very TikTok, but he likes slim ladies. I know a guy, very short, but he likes big women. <laughs> do you understand? Do you know what I'm talking about? And some ladies too, no matter what you do, no beard, they are not interested. <laughs> no, some ladies don't want to see the bowed head and the beard. <laughs> when you come, such guys, when they come to talk to them, they don't take time. Before they are coming, the, the document has been signed. <laughs> see, the like is there. So what we actually deal with most of the time is like, because like is spontaneous. Love is not spontaneous. Love is a decision. The Bible says, love one another. That means you can. If the Bible says, remember the creator, that means you can. That means God gives you the duty. He said, husbands, love your wives. So you can decide, say, I love this person. That's it. I'll come to the, the part of the matter of the spirit that have to do with, with um, spiritual values. A man who can express love in the spirit is higher than a man who can pray for 10 hours. The spiritual values. A man who is joyful in the morning is more powerful than someone who is doing praise and worship. God said to me, he said to me, he said there is a connection between joy and money. God said to me, he said, there is a connection between joy and money. The day you don't have money, don't cry. You have sacked the other one that wants to come. So I said, when it was getting my birthday, that's years ago. And God, God said to me, this is your birthday. I, I'll never forget it. He said, this is your birthday. Give $1,000. Birthday. Instead of me to be thinking of receiving. I said, I was going to give $1,000 to my pastor. Okay. So I put it together. I was trying to put the money together, you know, I, I put, you know, I put, I took money out of my account, I was doing this, I, it was not up to, I had an iPhone, I sold it, and I put it together, I look stupid, right? Okay. Then, I was putting it together, someone gave me a phone, I sold that one too, I put it together, I got a thousand dollars. So, 19 September, I carried a thousand dollars, and I went to pastor, I said, pastor, this is my birthday, I want to sow the seed thousand dollars. When I left the place, I was so excited. 
I was so excited. Three months later, I got $10,000. Afterwards, I noticed that now God started giving me responsibilities that required dollars. You see, God is not mocked. I hardly, look, it takes me, it takes me the Holy Ghost for me to talk about money in church. Because sometimes some people are, are thinking, he's come to talk about money, he's come to collect our money. It takes me a lot to talk about money in church. But when, I'm con- when the conviction is in, I talk, I talk because I realize that, you know, he said, train up a child in a way that he should go. That when he's old, he will not depart from it. Then the next verse says that the borrower is subject to the lender. That means that training he's talking about is not lashing. The training is the training in money. So Jews are very rich because they teach their children. Look at some of the world's wealthiest men. They are Jews. Either they are full Jews or half Jews. Because God taught Abraham. I was Abraham was rich in cattle. The same thing with Isaac. Where Isaac will find water, the others will not find. The same with Jacob. Jacob was so there's something about the Jews. They understand this thing. They understand this thing. Jews make money, uh, uh, money making is a subject. How to make money is a subject. Not in our schools. He said the rich ruleth over the poor. The borrower is servant to the lender. This is one of the reasons why I don't borrow money. Because if God says you are subject, you are subject to. He said the rich ruleth over the poor. The borrower is servant to the lender. Haven't you noticed it? When you borrow money from somebody, and the person is even coming, see the person, how are you? And the person too. All of a sudden, some authority comes. You said three days time, right? Yeah, three days. When the three days is up, you get a call. You cannot even pick up your own phone. Praise God. Then afterwards, God was giving me responsibilities in dollars. I, brought, I had a program. I brought an artist from, from Lagos. We paid him in, 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 in dollars. His band, we flew his band, five-member band. I said, I did it. In dollars. Then after that, God would give me another assignment. To, then, ah, so, and these figures were way, like 10 times over the $1,000 I gave. You see, when you plant orange seed, expect orange fruits. Man must suffer. Man must suffer. <laughs> I refuse to suffer. You see, in the beginning, when, when we came to church and we were learning these things, we started with giving phones. Two weeks ago, I gave my car. We started with giving phone and um, vitre. Today, if you see me vitre, you will slap me. If you see me with V3 today, you'll be wondering what's going on. What, why are you holding V3? At that time, when God told me, give your V3, I was standing there. Because the V3 belonged to my mom, and she had just given it to me. And she was going to ask me. Already she has asked me because I've been sowing some seeds. And she said, well, every time sowing, sowing, sowing seed, are you a farmer? And she had asked me, so I knew that when I get home, it's going to be fireworks. 
So God was telling me, give the phone, give the phone. And at that time, pastor was, pastor was preaching, and I remember the first verse he said. He said, the enemy of the good, the enemy of the best is the good in your hand. And the good in my hand, God says, victory. I was holding the victory. Didn't want to let the victory go. Then I saw my friend coming from behind. He has taken us his chip. He's walking. I don't know how God made me see because the church is big with, with hundreds of people, almost a thousand people. Then I saw the guy moving from behind, holding his phone. I saw him from the back. He removed his chip. I saw it. God showed me. I saw everything. He removed his chip. He was walking forward. And that my, that my friend, he's an extremist. He puts his heart into everything. So the way he was walking to the... To, And I was now, I was at the choir stand. I was at the choir stand. So, standing at the choir stand, Vitre, go or not, go or not. Then this my friend was going, he's, got, he's now a pastor, Pastor Marvin. He was walking there, Vitre, go or not. I said, Lord, what can come? When I saw my friend going there, I, I, for me, I understand spiritual things. That's one thing God has blessed me with, spiritual understanding. I know that if he drops it, and I don't drop it. It means God told all of us on the same day, he will be greater than me. It's a simple thing. People like that, when something like that, you miss it. You might never catch up for the next 10 years. So for some reason, the person will always be ahead. For some reason, the person will always be ahead of you. And he will be sort of like your teacher. Every time you be going to him, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you do this? How do you do that? Some of you don't, you're not really... Um, Value, value um, being ahead now because some of you are in school. Those, those who are at work, they will understand what I'm talking about. Where you are in the office with somebody and the person is promoted and you are still sitting there. Praise the Lord. So it takes, it takes, you know, yielding to the spirit of God. And it's not just about giving a car. I will give cars. I carry khaki when you give it to pastor. I carry khaki. A car that somebody is killing somebody to buy a car. I carry khaki when you give it to pastor. I finish. When I finish, I was rather excited. Why? Because it's the next level. It means it's the next level. You know one thing about giving, when you are a woman of the spirit, the moment you give, an anointing engulfs you. Especially when it's a sacrifice. I taught you last week on, on how the, the sacrifices affect the matters of the spirit. Immediately, it looks to me as though sometimes when, when you give a sacrifice, immediately there's a response from God. Immediate. So I did it. I walked back. I looked at the, my friends. I looked at them. We started speaking in tongues. We will buy cars, we will give it to people. Yes. No two ways about it. No two ways about it. But when God started with us, we didn't know we were coming here. We didn't know we were coming here. The Lord bless and increase you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord bless and increase you and cause the work of your hands to prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something. Never do this. You know, sometimes you go on social media and you realize that a lot of people like to lambast giving in the house of God. It makes no sense. 
Yes, truly, there are some people who are making merchandise of God's people. It's true. But given the house of God didn't start today, when you read the book of Acts, it's worse. Someone wants to carry his own out. I, I, was, I was saying, you should be careful who you marry, right? I said it, right? You know why? Because if the person you want to marry is just love, 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 when you now enter the marriage, you realize there are faces in the marriage. Maybe first one year, you, the love will be strong. From there, there's, what a, fa- there's a face called a face of revelation. Where all the things you didn't see before marrying a person, those ones come. Then later, there's a face of doctrine. There, what you believe, what you both believe, now comes on the table. You believe in giving, she does not believe in giving. The Lord says to you, my son, take all the things in the room, go and give it on the altar. And that evening, she comes home, her, her appliances are not there, her kitchen appliances are not there. The TV that she used to watch, Kunkun Bagia, is not there. You have given the sofa. You have given the bed. What will we sleep on today? You are a wicked man. That day you will see her true colors. All the teachers are like, she will put a, a cloth around her waist. You are trying me. You are trying me. Beat me. Beat me. She will stand in front of the door. And as a man, sometimes your ego... Because she's, trying, she's daring you, and the men don't like being dead. You, what can you do? What can you do? Listen, I will shut. Then you'll be there, boiling. I will, you know. But that's not your fighting mate, too. You know. But their mouth is more than you know. Even if it was a fellow man, he won't talk that much. You know that one is blows. We settle it. You understand? This one, the mouth. What can you do? Say, I will hit you. Hey, hit me. You see, then just try not to hit her. Just push her away from there. The way she'll roll. Bang, bang, bang in slow motion. And tell everyone, woman bitter. You are a woman bitter. Then you realize that you have entered another thing. It was not marriage that you entered. Doctrine. It is so important. Where you now believe in all night, your husband does not believe in all night. Say, you are going for all night. Going for all night. Tonight is the night. Demons must die. As, as you are going, you dress out. Where are you going? I'm going for all night. You are going to another man's house. It's plenty things. So, you need, after you take love, like, take doctrine. All of you should agree on giving. Give him something and see while you are dating. And see. Don't give something that would you collect love to. But there was, a, there was a beautiful testimony of Pastor CJ and his wife. You know, as he came one day, he said, God said you should give all the things in the house. He gave all the things in the house. The woman came. Wow. She also took the bands, khaki, went to give it. <laughs> no, not out of not out of anger. Wow, you have inspired me. I mean, we are giving everything. Okay. <laughs> I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Yeah, I'm a giver. And when you're a giver, it's not just in the house of God. Sometimes people around you. Sometimes people around you. Look, I had a, I had a, um, there was a time I had some bills. I don't call them bills. I call them grace, okay? I had some grace to pay. And they were huge. 
And there were so many things God had asked me to do, and the bills were me. You remember there was this Sunday when the anointing erupted, I started giving people money. Yeah. Not because they don't think like the money is there and I'm just dashing it. No. I had some things to do. And because I needed to get that money, I need to give out some money. It's a principle. If you are looking for 10,000, okay, and it is urgent, and you have 100 Ghana City, if you are adding to it, when will you get there? Give it. Yeah. Because 100, it's, how will you, when will you finish adding to it to get to the 10,000? You will not get it. And maybe you need it in like a month. No. Instead of trying to beg, beg, beg around, give it. Immediately I did that. Immediately I did that thing. In less than a week, someone called me, gave me half of the amount I was looking for. Half. I didn't call the person. He called me. Man of God. Man of God. I, I, I want to give a certain thing to you. I said, well, go on. <laughs> I'm a giver. I would say there's the one who holds back. He said when he holds back, he said he gets to penury. Let me show you that scripture. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. Proverbs 11. Verse. Okay, look at it. That's it. He said, there is he. Look at it. This is God. God speaking. He said, there is that scattereth and yet increaseth. And there is he that withholds more than his meat, but is tended to poverty. Verse 25. The liberal soul shall be made fat. And he that watered others shall have himself also watered. One of the proof that you hear God is that you will never be stingy. It's one of the proof. When God wants to test your hearing him, he starts with giving. Because the devil can never tell you to give. Eh. I remember one of the givings that I actually doubted that it was God. It was one time. And it all has to do with, and I, I don't know, when it comes to my personal needs, I don't think about them. Maybe you have heard that people have been telling you, pray about your marriage now. Pray about your marriage now. How many of you have heard it? Raise your hand. Let me see. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. What scripture? What scripture says that? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and I listened to a great man of God. He said, he went, before he married, 
He said, he talked to a certain man of the pray about your marriage. He told him, I said, it's not needed. It's not needed. Successful marriage over 40 years now. He said, it's not needed. He said, pray about your marriage. Pray about I don't, I, when did Christianity become so selfish? Pray about your marriage. Pray about your job. Pray about your this. Pray about your contract. Pray about this. Pray about your family. Pray about, everything is pray about you. When have you prayed for somebody? Because this is not just money. He said, um, go to verse 24 again. This is Solomon, the world, uh, one of the world's richest men. In fact, when they calculate the volume of his wealth till today, there's no rich man. That meets it. Hmm. He said, that is he that scattered and yet increases. He said, this man is scattering, rather he's the one increasing. And I've seen this. It works like something. Don't be frugal. Doesn't it just have to do with the house of God? Because a giver is a giver inside. Look, I didn't realize that it was a grace that I was a giver. I didn't realize it until... I noticed something about myself. Anytime maybe I'm with friends, okay, and they all need to go home, maybe they all want to pick a trust and they all want to go home, I can give them, all of them, the money I have, and I'll walk home. And I'll not feel like I've made a sacrifice. I'm happy to see other people happy. It became my nature. I'm happy to see other people happy. When, look, I did it with my friends. I don't mean this in a, in, in, in a bad way, but I did with my friends. Anytime we were eating together, they want me to pay, and I'll pay. Anytime we are picking a taxi, they want me to pay, and I'll pay. Because they had this notion that I always have money. Ah, I cannot deny it. I'll pay when we are eating. I'll pay when we are... Today, none of them come close to me in finances. I don't mean it in a bad way. None of them come close to me in finances. One day, I was sitting with one of them, and he wanted to help somebody to pay fees. And he was sitting down. And I was carrying thousands of on me. I don't know why I carried that money. And she was, he was trying to make calls. I was like, oh, you, I want you to give me this one. And I listened to how much he was looking for. He was looking for 700 Ghana City. So he was making calls for the 700 Ghana City. So I looked at him. I said, all right. You want to pay someone's fees, right? You are trying to help that person. Okay. All right. 700 City. I said, don't call anybody again. I'll give you the money. And he calls me, he calls me rock. Rock! 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 Let me tell you, every one rock he released was another word of blessing. Some people release certain words from their spirit. It enters around the spirit. You can never lack favor. You can do something for somebody and say, hey, that hey is not a normal thing. I'm a giver. Is God looking for everything you have? Is God looking for, say, oh, I'm not giving because I know that when I get big money, I'll give to God. You are lying. He that is faithful in little is faithful in much. Some people can spend money on bottles in the club I've seen it before. Six more. Hey, go, 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 go. 
They will spend that kind of money in the club. Nobody will talk about it. They hear that somebody has given 5,000 Ghana cedis in church. Are you crazy? Are you mad? You are making the pastor rich. You are making the club owner rich. Anybody who talks about my giving, I'll slap, slap your neck. Because when we came, to, if maybe we came to church with money, we will know that maybe they are lying to us. No, we came nothing. We were giving one city. Then the annoying part is that pastor will make an altar call. The first time I gave $5,000, the first time I gave $5,000, I didn't have that kind of money in my account. Then, what I said, some people here want to give $5,000. I didn't have the money. It was, I didn't have close to it in my account. Then I stood up and I went. With my big trouser, I went $5,000. The day the money came for me to pay the money, it came exactly $5,000. Imagine someone with that kind of trouser getting $5,000. It will be difficult. So I started telling God, you know, God, I want to do business with this money. When the profit comes, then I'll come. God said, don't be foolish. You, 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 you read what he said about the pledge. He said, don't tell the angel. You see, when it comes to offerings and sacrifices, there are angels of money who deal with it. He said, don't tell the angel that it was a mistake. I pledge. Um, you know, sometimes in the service, you are so full. I really want to pledge, do something for God. Then you have a thousand Ghana in your account. You say, I'm going to pledge all the thousand. Write it. Pledge card. When you get home, what was wrong with me at all? How can I give all this money? It's not possible. Lord Jesus. Even God knows. Uh, small, small, go together. Small, small, go together. Listen. If you want an embarrassing blessing from God, you have to make an embarrassing giving. Look, I tell people, I say, it is good all the things that we pass through. Because we pass through a lot. To get here. It is good all the things we passed through because they gave us stories to tell. So we don't just preach scripture. We preach our life. How this thing has worked in our life. John said, the things which we have heard, which we have seen. <laughs> there are times we gave our shoe. Sometimes I'm very, I'm very hesitant to talk about, to talk about, to talk figures really in church. And some of the things that by the spirit we do financially. Sometimes I'm very hesitant because sometimes people can think, you know, I told you, I said I don't like mentioning figures in church. I don't like mentioning figures in church. What we do financially. I don't like mentioning figures in church. Because you'll be surprised how young people are controlling such money. And they're not doing anything dubious. God will make you rich. It is necessary for the gospel. When you go to the healing school, like we tell you, when you go to the healing school, there are sick people. Maybe you have never seen them, but you see sometimes eh, you, you, you treat being, people being sick lightly until you have one in your house. Where you cannot go anywhere to, or you are looking after the person. If you are here, you are struggling financially. I want to tell you something. Don't expect a miracle someone to come, come and give you big money. Give your way out of poverty. When we were told this thing, we believed it. And it worked. Give your way out of poverty. Ah, Elijah came to a woman. The woman said, I'm left with one cake. I will eat and die. He said, make for me first. Ah, you can't play God.
And you can't depend, keep depending on men for money. It might work for a while because you are still nice. Yes. It will work for a while. It's like uh, someone who is using maybe a singing voice to get money. Beauty is also a, a type of gift. Just like not everybody has, like someone said, beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. I believe it, but not entirely. Because there's a standard. <laughs> to some extent, there's a standard. All right? Okay, the eyes of the beholder is fine, but there's a general standard. Praise <laughs> God. Give your way out of poverty. 